Hello, welcome to Star Wars Spelt Out. I'm your host, Josh Chapman, and today, one of my favourite things, first-time guests, people who haven't been on the show before, uh, a guy who, I think I made him rush in his car to get here and drive through the storm or do something to get on here to make the time zones work, but uh, he's here now. Chris Rides, how you going, man? Good, man. How you doing? Thanks for having me, man. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Now, we're, we're living in... Different worlds. Up is down, left is right, summer is winter, morning is night. Uh, we've been trying to get this happening for a week or two, and it's just, you know, time zones and snow is a bit crazy, but um, you, you are good enough to sort of, you know, hustle home to do this, so I appreciate that. Oh, no problem. <laughs> um, now, obviously, like, Broaxium's your your baby. It's your thing. Yeah. Um, which is great, but... The thing that I know you most for, the most famous to Uh-oh. me for, is you oh, hanging no. around with those idiots that I know called the Blue Bantha Milk guys. Uh, those 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 crazy Aussies I know. Yep. So that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt and Sean, who are you know good buddies of mine as well. We're both from the same town. We're both all Melbourne people as well. But uh, how did you even get involved with those guys? <laughs> um, this was back uh, during the pandemic. Um, Matt had hit me up to do a voice because he was doing the AI back when you know people were still okay with AI. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, doing the uh, the AI um, scripts, and it was I think it was episode ten was our first one, and uh, like he wanted me to come in and do a couple of voices, so I'm like, yeah, absolutely, I'll do that. And then that and and, and they 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 were like the progenitor for us as far as getting out into the for Broaxium at least getting out and, and, and meeting all the other content creators. Like this is like our first time really dealing mm-hmm. or, you know, interacting with yeah. uh, uh, different, different content creators. And it was, it was an awesome experience. And, and, uh, and uh, we, we did, we did that like me and Dan from Braxton, we did that. And then um, they liked us and wanted us to come back. Like they were doing a solo. Yeah. They're doing their, their version of solo too. And I was like, well, I do, I do a pretty decent uh, Lando Calrissian. Very and, uh, <laughs> and they were like, "Thank you." And uh, so they were like, "Oh, we'll think about it." You know, I'm like, okay, "Everybody, right, everybody's cool. got a Lando. Like, what's so special?" All right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, uh, you know, so I, I came in and did that, and then, and then, you know, from there we did, you know, these these Lando bits and whatnot that they wanted to do, and I, you know, wound up joining them up for that. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. They had me say some of the. It's like they saved the worst stuff for me to say. And I couldn't do anything about it because I didn't know. Like, I was reading the script for the first time whenever I was doing yeah. those Lando yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That... So no idea. You really, you, it they was like, like you got put in your own reality show or something. You know what I mean? Like, you you <laughs> your own, like, they just put you in this reality show. And then, feel, and then the thing is also, is like it started off being like a voice. And like, like you said, you do a great Billy D. And then they're Thanks. going, oh, well, how would you feel about wearing a wig and putting a cape on. <laughs> uh, yeah, that I didn't mind. I didn't mind doing that at all. But um, yeah, it was, um, it just, just when, when Matt, it, it, it could tell, cause they're, they're so evil. Um, when, when those guys would write stuff and they just give me the, 
the absolute worst stuff. I'm like, my mom is going to see this. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's pretty proud but, uh, most of the time too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, but it was, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun still. Yeah. It's quite funny. Cause you know, I, I know those guys quite well and, and it was just similar mm. cause you know, Matt reached out when he started up just because we were locals, like, you know, local people, local scene, all that kind of stuff. There aren't stacks of content creators down here. Um, and they just sort of talked, started talking about the AI stuff. And you go, oh, yeah, that's mm. that's quite fascinating. And then, you know, talk about having a bad reputation these days. <laughs> AI is just, you know, and they've gone, oh, man, we've got to... We've got to reinvent the wheel now. We can't just yeah. Now the you know it's just yeah. it becomes a shorthand for laziness as opposed to using it to create something quite cool and you know right. And it was the craziness right. that made it fun because you didn't know what you were going to get. Absolutely, absolutely. And AI just kept getting better and better to the point where it's like, well, this isn't gonna this isn't fun work. anymore. But it was you know, it, but it was that, and it was of course like the, you know a lot of the backlash with the AI art and Mid Journey and all those other programs and stuff like that. So they were like, let's let's change up the you know the format and everything. Yeah, so, and that's the cool thing is like know. those guys are yeah. creative. They work on their feet. They're like, well, you know, we just move on to we move on to the next thing. We've already gone Absolutely. on from there. Um, did you just happen to have that cape lying around, or is that was that going? Oh, I'll grab it. No, a- no, it's just funny. It's it's sitting like right over there. Um, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> always on standby just in case. Yeah, you no, never but, know. Um, uh, no, f- f- at my job, my boss uh, cosplayed as Lando for like one of the conventions that came to Philadelphia, and uh, I was like, "Hey, man, you mind if I uh, borrow that?" He's like, "Yeah, sure, go ahead." I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'll give it back Monday. I'll give it back at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Monday, twenty twenty-five. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's pretty. Any, um, any given Monday. Yeah, <laughs> you can have it back when you when you really want it. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I just I'm not a would you like? Would you wear that to a like a celebration or something? Or do you, do you I, like? I, I brought it to uh, to Anaheim. Yep. I wore it on the balcony of my hotel room, and that was it. It was too hot. That thing yeah. is really oh, heavy. Yeah. And there's no uh, there's nothing that fastens it to me, so it would be falling off every yeah two yeah. seconds i was like oh, i was like ah oh, this is a bad idea yeah i think we crossed paths at anaheim sort of like oh it, i think i know that i think but it wasn't we didn't really hang out or anything i think we knew each mm. other that well but it was sort of you know there was, there was, there was like a million people to see at, at, at celebration as it yeah. is like i hopefully the next one we'll, we'll get to hang out proper but it was hot like even you know we were even from australia we're like oh it's this is hot <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah. then and they're like hey you want to eat Get out in the sun and eat. <laughs> you know, go stand outside. This the sun. No, this is terrible. Why would you make me do that? Yeah, those trucks were nice. Those trucks, they had some very nice food trucks. Yeah, they were and good. that like that one row that was pretty awesome. They had. We were in London um, for the London one last last year. Now, yeah, and um, the venue wasn't as nice as the Anaheim one. It's just a bit more hmm. cold. You know, it's fine, but they actually had a fantastic, like they had some huge indoor food bits and a, and a, like a bar and a bar and a beer vending nice. machines. And, you know, so it was actually oh, to nice. get food was a lot easier. It wasn't as picturesque, but it was actually mm. like, you could pretty much walk up anytime and get fed right away, which, you know, which was quite nice. But uh, nice. yeah. What, what about Japan? Is it a, is it a goal? Is it a dream? It is, it is a dream. It, it, I, I went to Japan um, wow, 25 years ago now. Um, and I would love to go back, but I just, it's, it's, it's financially not in the cards. Yeah. It's tricky, isn't it? Mm, yeah. This one, like it'd be, what is it? It's at least 10 G's for like the, the, 
no. Yeah. It's probably like 10k, maybe uh maybe a little bit more to to like really get around and do what I want to do and all that stuff. And that's outside of plane ticket and hotel. Yeah. If you want to get there and like <laughs> especially if you've been there before, you're like, "Well, I can't just go and then leave cuz I know all the cool stuff that I want to do when I get when I'm yeah. over there, and I do have friends over there, so I don't know. I, like I wouldn't ask to stay in any of their houses or anything like that. I don't think that would even be a thing. But um, it would be great to see some old friends while I'm over there. But yeah, that, yeah, it's not in the cards, unfortunately. <laughs> it's tricky for us as Australians because it's it's the closest we'll ever get to one in Australia because it's the ta- it's the same mm. time zone. It's still the actual flight is still pretty. It's still nine or ten hours. You know, and I think LA, mm-hmm. Melbourne to LA is 12 or 13 or something, you know. So it's not mm-hmm. like it's a four-hour flight or a three-hour flight, but it's the same time zone, which makes a big deal. So it yeah. means you're not getting there. I think Chicago, I think we went to Chicago celebration. I was up for 34 hours or something straight, I think it was, because I left in the morning, you know, flew, got in the got in the morning in Chicago, was up all day. And then, we, of course, we were up all night. Yeah. You know, that first night before celebration, everybody's up all night. Yeah. And like, all right. And then you got to get up again because it's like, oh, the Rise of Skywalker panels on at nine or something. You've got to get there or whatever it was. Were you able to? Were you able to go to the uh, the panel? Yeah, itself? we got the first. I'm Chica- so jealous. So oh. Chicago, we were really good. Chicago, we got pretty much everything. I think we got Mandalorian, Rise of Skywalker, Ooh. Phantom Menace. We got everything, but then Anaheim wow. one or two. But then London, we got nothing in London. So wow, it is the it is the luck of the draw. Yeah, I think for for Chicago, we got <clears throat> what do we get? The Phantom Menace. We got oh man, what was the other thing we got? Um, Galaxy's Edge. Oh yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Rise of Skywalker one. I was so upset. I was like, I was a pouty child. Because we did not get uh, Rise of Skywalker better than the movie. But as we still, yeah, we still well, we still had a great experience because we were, we were like uh, you know in the in the you know one huge area like you know in the dealers room where everyone was oh, at. Oh yeah, on the floor. Yeah, so yeah. we still were, like surrounded by all these fans, and it was uh, it was still like it was an amazing experience doing that. Yeah. Oh look, so. they're still that's you have a great time regardless. And that was the thing like London, like yeah. I said, we didn't really get into anything, but we still had an awesome time. And it was, I used just, like you said, you'd spent time in Japan. I lived in London for years. So it was, I hadn't been back since I moved mm. away. So it was like, mm. we're all going to this pub that I liked so everybody. And we're all going to go do this and this and this. So yeah, we're, yeah. we're trying to, we want to do Japan. Um, it's a little bit cheaper to fly from Australia. Um, mm. So it's, it ain't over till it's over. That's is the plan. So um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how we go. I mean, I wish did, one day. Did you get tickets already? Sorry, you, you got your ticket. You got your tickets, like just in case. As in plane tickets for Japan? Uh, the uh, the did the celebration tickets go? No, on not on sale yet. No, no, no. Oh no. So I don't know what to expect. It's one of those mm. weird things because the last few years it's been like Taylor Swift tickets. It's like everybody just gets on <laughs> hours before and you know and, and yeah. just buys them regardless. And I think a lot of that has got to do with um, you know how they've got the returns platform and everything now. So people just buy them yes. even if they can't make it. Like, well, at least I know I can upload it and yeah, 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 I can get yeah. rid of it, which is fair enough. But it does mean that you know for the last three celebrations, especially in Australia, it's like two in the morning when they go on sale. <laughs> so we've got like a little yeah. gang here going, all right, everybody get on your laptops at 2am. Can anybody get in? Can we all, you know, we're all just yeah. trying to 
So I don't know if Japan will be the same or whether there'll be a drop off just because, you know, I think there'll be less Americans and probably Europeans who go, but mm. all the all the local, the you know, Asia's a big place. <laughs> they haven't yeah. had one for a while. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's it's still gonna be an amazing, you know, it, it, uh, there's, I know there's a lot of the content creators who are going who like you know make good money off of content creation, so they can set that money aside for this sort of thing. <laughs> That'd you be know, nice. Like Alex <laughs> Motley, they're definitely going. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're definitely going. Um, yeah, that w- I, I would, I would love to go. Just eat some ono- okonomiyaki again, and, and oh and, yeah, yum. And just and just to, mm, what's the Japanese food in Philly like? Once more, can you get decent Japanese food in Philly? Um, let's see. Yeah, yeah, there are a few ramen spots that are there. Uh, it's not that the same, are, is it? At least, like you know, near me, near my job. No, but it's still it's still good stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a spot that's across from my job called Taco Ramen. Oh, okay. Together at last. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> yeah, it's a fusion you never knew you wanted, but it's actually really good. Oh, awesome! It's actually really good. So yeah. Nice one. Well, we never know. Like it's still a long way away. It's the the, the yeah. Uh, yeah, our plan is to go, and I think a lot of the Australians are keen just because, like I said, it's the closest we'll get to an Australian one. Um, you know, yeah. we've got definitely got the facilities here to do it, but it's just so far. We're not getting yeah. Billy D on a plane for 24 hours to, to no, Melbourne. No, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not going to happen. Um, it'll yeah. be, if they do it, it'll be a lot of people from Attack of the Clones because it was all full of us, because it was all shot in Sydney. So it'll be all full of us, you know, all the Australian actors <laughs> from Attack of the Clones. Everybody, here's Joel Edgerton or, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> somebody like that. That'll, if they do Australian celebration, yeah. I hope you like Attack. It'll have to be an Attack of the Clones anniversary year or something like that so they can. There's, there may be a lot of, um, you know, via satellite kind of thing, you know, over over Zoom or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Oh, look, it's still so be I can fun. definitely see that happening. Um, so, how's your Star Wars life going at the moment? Feeling feeling good? I'm loving the background here. I know that we're not, we're not filming oh. this, but you can. You're similar, quite similar to set up to me. You got the black series sitting on the thing. I can't really swivel. I don't know. Can yeah. I swivel? I'm just going to swivel my camera there. You can sort of see the the shelf I see. on there. I'm worried. I see gonna... it is, that is busy. I like it. It's very busy. It's it's bursting. It's good. it needs an audit, really. Um... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same. Um, so yeah, I've got got some black series stuff. There's a lot of like in, in, I have like the, the, this whole wall. It's for my background, but it's it's all comics. It's all Star Wars comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have some black series stuff like hanging up in front of some of them. Got my dark saber uh, right there. But yeah. And I've had like these these uh, drapes are part of a uh, bedroom set when I was a child. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from you know from uh, back when you know when it first came out. But that's the only thing that that's left. I can't find the bed sheets. I can't find the blankets. It's all lost to time. Have you got much of but, your um, originals? Because I think you and I, like, without giving away how old we exactly are, but I think we're roughly the same age, roughly the same. I'll uh, be forty nine next month. Oh right, yeah. Well, I'm 45, so yeah, we're roughly we're okay. we're of that vintage. Yeah. You know, we saw Return of the Jedi yeah. at the cinema. You know, all that kind of. You know. Oh yes. Um, yes. Do you have much of your original um, stuff apart from the bed sheets? Have you got any of the figures or anything left? I have the figures. I I remember I had this trunk in in, in uh, at at the house that I grew up in, and it had my Millennium Falcon, my Y wing. That Star Destroyer that looked nothing like the Star Destroyer, the uh, <laughs> Land Speeder, you know, all, all the all the vehicles. Yep. And I hadn't been home for a while. <clears throat> My mom had moved and had everything just like everything out of the garage just gutted and thrown out. And that trunk was one of the things that went. Oh, no. So it's it's gone. 
I don't blame her. I love my mom. And some but, uh, some some idiot YouTuber has found it on their stupid YouTube. You know, they're just like it's got like find of the century on the thumbnail. They got like we right. just found, you know some um, you know it was in a thing being passed through three other garage sales and we found it and look at all this stuff. And you're like that's mine. That's my right. status trophy. Oh oh oh! I bet you. I bet you that that that. Oh, there is one thing that I do have still, and that's my ad ad. Mm. I still have my ad ad. That's what I call it. ATAT. I understand. But yeah, the, no, the, I do add my ad ad. Ad ad. Um, yeah, I still have that. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. I don't have much. I've got uh, about three or four, three or four Kenners, and that's about it. And yeah, originals. still, I still have a good, still got a good chunk of those. Yeah. No, I've yeah. Those, we, yeah. Ours got. You know, they just ended up in sand pits, and they got played to played of disintegration, <laughs> basically. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Mine are not um, like I I can still put them on eBay and probably sell them, but they are not like in in uh, pristine condition. No, I played the crap out of those. Yeah. Figures. Oh look, I keep thinking those like, things. oh, this might be the year that I, you know, have a run at getting a set. <laughs> you know, doing that kind of thing. But I I, I can't because I've got so few. I can't bring myself to start from scratch. Like I almost need to be able to get a mm-hmm. bulk of. And it doesn't have to be everything, but like give me a good base of the yeah. of the common stuff and then i'll work around trying mm. to scout the harder to find stuff because i just don't want to yeah. have to go well i've just got to get a a crix Medine or something you know what i mean <laughs> like it's waste time <laughs> you know but if i want one i could probably get one for ten dollars fifteen dollars but then i'm gonna pay twenty dollars and it's like, it was all of a sudden it's thirty dollars for crix Medine to get it delivered you know I'm like well i should be able to find right. him for in a bag for five dollars or you know something like that so yeah. i might have to yeah I, I, i'd I, like to do I, it i, I but. think I think the only thing I'd still I, I'd want to get back from my old collection um, <clears throat> would be the Land Speeder, because that's always like my favorite vehicle is Land Speeder, mm-hmm. uh, and um, and the Millennium Falcon. Like not not any of the upgraded ones that have come out since. I need that one, the one from seventy, you know, from seventy yeah. seventy nine or eighty, something like that. I need that one. Yeah, yeah. I never had the. We never had any. Ve- I had a cousin who got he had way more vehicles than I did. I had one of the, mm. you know, like the mini figs, you know, like the ones that are like, hey, you, you, you're not getting a, a big vehicle, you're getting a little. <laughs> you can get this. That little yeah. brown, that little brown thing that had the the bit that swung off the back or whatever it was. I don't even know. It wasn't even a ship in Star Wars. It's, what was it? It was like brown and it had a it had it had like a it was like a stand bit that flung up from the bottom. I'm sure I can Google it and find it. Find it, but hmm. yeah. It, uh, but yeah, I think there. Yeah, because I had a few like like my my parents went nuts on Star Wars stuff for me. They knew what I wanted. <laughs> it was so easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there were some vehicles and whatnot that the smaller ones that were never in the in the movies. No. I didn't care. No. I was like, well, this is Star Wars on it, so it must be amazing. Mm. I'll take it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd have to have a hunt. Yeah. yeah. It's... I'm, I'm thinking about... I'm thinking about it, but it's... There's other things to do, but we'll you know we'll get yeah. to that. Um, so we just finished. Ahsoka actually didn't finish that long ago. It feels like it's been mm-hmm. like as soon as the Star Wars thing finishes, you feel like it's forever before the next thing starts. Obviously, and we're in this weird thing now where we don't actually know where the next like literally, we don't know when anything's coming out. Do we have a date for anything? Yeah. Like an actual no. date? We don't. Uh, have a date. We, we don't. So rough I... dates. So I base when I think releases are coming out around the time when pops are released. Oh, right. When Funko pops are released. 
Um, and, and I order, I order for my job. I order a lot of the toys and whatnot. So I'm seeing what a lot of these things are coming out. And I think Acolyte. No, no, I'm sorry. No, yeah, Acolyte. Um, I think that's going to be in the summer. Really? Okay. And that's your yeah. summer too. So that's not, that's, that's, and, and, that's yeah, they're going to be too. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In, in my summer. So, so like a June, July <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think like July, August or something like that. I think that's when it's going to drop. I could be wrong. They, you know, they, they release dates can change all the time. So. No, no. I mean, that's but that's the closest gone, to something you know, solid that I've <laughs> I haven't heard anything that's even remotely close to that. So just, that's just a guesstimate. So we'll, you know, we'll see. But I, 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 I will. Uh, I, my thing is, I think four series are coming out this year. They should have started on January first, as far as I'm concerned, and just let them play out throughout the year. Like we should have gotten something by now. Mm. I'm just greedy. And I just want Star Wars all the time. So, um, so, yeah, and you're the same uh, as me. We yeah. lived through the like, you know, 15, 17 16 years, of years, no, no movies, and then you yeah, know, the dark times, yeah, <laughs> the dark times, and then when those prequels, well, we did have droids. We had the droids cartoon. Yeah. I don't, did you get the droids cartoon? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah briefly, yeah, but it was on. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch TV before school growing up, mm. so unless it was on on a weekend. I wouldn't see it. Like after school, and, cool, no problem, you know. Yeah. And um, so it's kind of we only had like a few channels growing up and stuff. And like the yeah. commercial channel, I think one of the commercial channels had droids and Ewoks mm. for a very brief period of time for when it was on. Um, so it yeah. was. I'm pretty sure it was like week a week a weekday or a morning. You know, like seven thirty, eight eight in the morning. So I didn't. I saw very little of it. I saw a bit of it. I definitely remember it. But then mm. the ABC, which is like our public broadcaster here. In the afternoons, they would get all the good stuff. They get Astro Boy, they got Voltron, they got Battle of the Planets, they got all the stuff, you know, all the good stuff. So that Classics. was that was all the, yeah. that's all the stuff that's nearer to my heart, uh, just because that that was always on. I was allowed to watch that. So, and I think you made some references on car- obscure cartoons, and I was like, oh yeah, Ulysses, you know, I know that. You know, Lone Star, <laughs> I know studied. that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I knew all that. <laughs> all that we got a, all got a bit of a run. <laughs> yeah. And, and and oddly enough, Ulysses thirty one. I didn't know about that until I'm gonna say I was like thirty. I had no idea that was a show until like my uh, my best friend had uh, turned me on to it, and I was like, "How did I miss this? How did I miss this show? This is educational and action packed at the same I, time." I literally remember barely anything of the show, and I don't even know how many of the episodes except the song Ulysses. <laughs> that stuck with me for years. It stuck with me for years. I swear I don't even think I've watched an entire episode from start to finish, but for some reason that's, mm-hmm. hey, a catchy song is a catchy song. We don't get enough catchy theme songs these days. It's true. It's true. That's how I feel about the Droids cartoon. That that theme song is amazing. Don't ask me anything about the Ewoks one. I couldn't do it. Yeah. The only thing I remember about the droids, hmm. the only one I remember at the droids cartoon watching it was there was like two other characters. Obviously, wasn't it was like you know R two and three PO, and there was an yeah. episode where one of the characters, whoever the the guys were, they had in it for some reason had a lightsaber and talked about how somebody came and had left the a lightsaber just, yeah. there and didn't mm-hmm. come back for it or whatever. And for some reason, I was like, yep. is that Luke Skywalker? Are we are they talking about Luke Skywalker? <laughs> and that was like the thing that got me more interested because it had a closer connection to the, like, the characters I liked. <laughs> yeah. That's like the only thing yeah, I remember and, and, from that. I, and I remember thinking, even as a kid, and I think it came out in 85, so I was, I was 10 years old. Um, and I was like, "Where? When? when does this show take place? Is this after Return of the Jedi? Is this... 
Is this canon? Before? <laughs> like when is yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you know when when did this show happen? I I I'll watch it nowadays. I'm like, when did this happen? But then I'm just like, it's just it's its own thing. Yeah. Then you, you just picture like George Lucas in a meeting being asked and being like, eh, it's not important. It's you know, you know what? Yeah, sorry, we don't, we don't, we don't. Well, I, uh, I was reading that. my light reading over my summer holiday. I was down at the beach hmm. uh, with my family a week or two ago, and on my iPad, the internet was is terrible down where we are down, down the beach. So I was looking on my hmm. iPad if I had any like books or anything, so ebooks. And I had the the making of Return of the Jedi. That was it. Is it JD mm-hmm. Rinslow or whatever it is? And I think I'd read yeah. most of it before, but I was like, I'll just you know. I'll just start that up and just as something to read, you know, on a rainy day. And the thing that's the most fascinating about that, all of that, there's a passage in it where it's George Lucas, Larry Kasdan, Richard Marquard, and maybe somebody else. And they're sort of thrashing out George's script. That, so he's already picked a director. They're already designing stuff. They're thrashing out the script mm-hmm. of what's going to happen. In the thing. And the way they just throw in and throw out stuff, just like... This planet, the emperor does this. Oh, maybe we won't even do that. Maybe we won't do that. Oh, maybe Leia could do that. Maybe we'll bring Leia in from here. Like, it, it's still just so by the seat of your trousers. And this is like during just this yeah. is pre-production. It's such yeah. a crazy thing where people were so enslaved to like, no, there was plans and they did this and it was all. And I'm like, dude, he had the, the thinnest of ideas. <laughs> Yeah, it's like yeah, let's do this. Eh, let's not. Like, it, it, like as a kid, if I were if I were just listening to them and talking about their ideas, I'm like, oh, oh, like every time they you know they had an idea, then they dropped it. I'm like, oh, that would have been so great. But yeah, um, you, you gotta let them go. That's called the creative process. I mean, I guess that's what a lot of people don't don't get. You know, you're gonna throw out like a ton of ideas, and you know, this would have been cool, but does it fit? Yeah. The story they're going with does it fit the direction that you know that this that this whole thing is you know you know leading to so and sometimes it and a lot of that was going and they're going oh it's going to be too expensive to do that planet we're just going to throw it you know whether it's a good idea or not it's it's just real world things as well going like oh we don't you know we don't have to deal if we don't do that we don't have to do this we don't have to build that it's just quite fascinating just like the you know the 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 slaven way that people put some things on. Star Wars on like that some sort of like gospel that was you know tried and true and it's just like no it was a bunch of guys in a room trying to figure something out to come up with a story right. and, and then you shoot it the way you can and it's performed a certain way and then it's edited a certain way and then you just get what you get that's, <laughs> that's how it goes that's how it goes that's how it goes <laughs> and and one of the things I love and, and, and you know this is one thing I was just I was just uh, uh, watching this video on Instagram uh, this guy named Rick Rubin and he was yeah, talking about he was talking about how the uh, uh, how the art is missing from a lot of things. Like, we'll take movies for example. Um, as far as <clears throat> a creator should should you know or, or you know director writer whatever should make write the movie make the movie for themselves, and if everyone else just happens to come along and love it too, that's great because you're getting that person's vision. You're getting that story instead of trying to check boxes and and make you know and write a movie and make a movie uh in anticipation of what people are going to like yeah does that make any sense like like, yeah yeah be reactive as well you know know, like yes rise of skywalker is a really reactive film you know it's got good bits in it but it's very like oh maybe we shouldn't have done that oh maybe we should do this Mm -hmm. maybe we should do and also because it's rushed you don't really have time to like 
stop and smell the roses and maybe go, oh well, we, right. we we've reacted, we've got it. Let's just let's just move on. But um, right. what do you what do you reckon about this Mandalorian movie? Do you, like, I I, I think did, it's, were you surprised it's, um, when you heard? That? I mean, I know it sort of came out from nowhere, no. but you're just like, yeah, it makes sense. No, no, no. I wasn't surprised. I was I was happy to see that it that it's being done. Mm. Um, I am. I think it's about time uh, because the you know the Mandalorian this 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 story and a lot of these characters who who have their own Disney Plus shows and things like that need to be up on the same cinematic pedestal, if you will, as Luke, Leia, Han, mm-hmm. Anakin, you know, Obi Wan, Padme. Um, that needs to that needs to happen, and and a new age in Star Wars needs to needs to come out of this. So, so um, th- these two are well known, you know, especially Grogu, very well known household names. Yep. Why not go with it? You know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm 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 happy that it's being done. Uh, so yeah, yeah, let's do that, and 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 you know, link that in with whatever you know, Filoni's going to be doing for his movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm all for it. More stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, and that's and that's like you know, if if you watch me on uh, ATG Live or you know before that Force Connect, the one thing that you know, whenever someone talks about something new coming on, my word is. Gimme, I like that. That's my opinion on anything as far as new Star Wars goes. Yeah, gimme. I'm not worried about you know is this taking over for this or that or or or, or are they <clears throat> like what's going to be represented in this and all that kind of stuff. I'm like just just, just yeah, gimme. I'll, just pass, gimme, judge- gimme I'll pass judgment not- once I've seen it, and then even then, yes. And it's the and I've, I'm I've just- said this a few times, um, you know, and I've, I've mentioned Rise of Skywalker a few times, and it probably sounds like I'm poo-pooing the movie a little bit, and I didn't think it was amazing, but. It's it's not the be all and end all, and especially because we get so much stuff now, you can just move on to the yeah. next thing. And it's not you were just talking yeah. about you know the dark days where there was no movies for so long, and for whatever reason, and, and you know you're waiting around and waiting around. And I think you're probably similar to me, you know, the mid to late nineties of just getting on the internet for the first time and going, there's like Star Wars news on the internet, and there's like leaks. And, yeah. and, and, and you're sort of scrapping for these little tidbits of things and, um, you know, because we're just so hungry for something, you know. Like, do you yeah. remember when you saw the Phantom Menace trailer? Did you go to the cinema? Did you go see Meet Joe Black see the, to, see see the, to see the trailer? I, oh, oh, yeah, me, me and my best friend did. <laughs> <laughs> every, every release of a trailer, if it was on some movie we weren't going to see anyway, we would go. Uh, Meet Joe Black. We, was that what it was we, on? Uh, or? Yeah. So we yeah we went and we we saw it for Meet Joe Black and you know we were pleasantly surprised and man the movie's not bad cool they were like you hung around for the but movie. they said <laughs> yes yeah because they, you know they showed it at the beginning and then they're like don't leave because we were like about to get up and go you mm. know like after that but uh, they were like don't leave we're showing it after the after the movie we're like ah all right cool <laughs> so we stuck around we 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 endured the movie which like I said it wasn't bad. And then they played it again, and we were we were so happy. We got it so happy. We definitely had. It was definitely. I don't know if it was on Meet Joe Black in Australia. And I don't even know if it came. It might have been a few days behind in Australia, but I remember looking in like the newspaper because back then all the movie listings were in the newspaper, and it had like, yep, you know, see something something with Star Wars trailer, like it advertised on the thing <laughs> like the Star Wars trailer is on yeah. this, you know. But I seem to remember that either I had no money or whatever it was. But they had, and I tried to, 
it was must have been like one of the very very earliest somebody with a, a video camera in a cinema i tried to download somebody who had filmed it and put it online and we're talking like a I know we can't see this on a visual medium, but we're talking like a, you know, a, a video screen about the size of a credit card here, you know, like the right. screen, you know, roughly. And I was, uh, we're on the dial up and I was trying to get this thing down, could not get it down. And, you know, as far I could get like the first two seconds where the camera pans across the desert, you don't really see anything anyway. And that was all I could see. Mm-hmm. And then I remember we used to get in Australia, we used to get um, Entertainment Tonight and they would show... They would show it, I don't know, in the middle of the night, 11 o'clock at night or 12 o'clock at night or something on Australian TV, and they were showing the trailer. And I remember I was mm-hmm. going to be out that night. I was at a 21st birthday or a birthday or a party or something. So I basically, before I left the house, I put the video cassette in the video player and just hit record and just let it run and just go, well, I'm just yep. going to let it run. And then whenever I get yep. home at whatever time, hopefully it's t- it's recorded entertainment tonight. Got, yeah. So I got home from, I don't know, I'm, Two in the morning, probably way too many drinks. And they're like sitting there at the end of my bed trying to like find... And that's where I saw the trailer for the first time. was like on mm-hmm. this little screen the, on uh, the TV. The, the first teaser where you see like the Gungans coming out of the yeah, mist yeah. kind of thing. With like yeah. Mary Hart yeah. or whatever at the start going, Star Wars, mm-hmm. the Phantom Menace. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah I, uh, yeah, I got that. And then, yeah, I think the second... Yeah, the Micho Black was the second trailer. Was that the I one with the grass with, with the with the ships coming over the grass? That's yes, the, yeah. I remember seeing that and going, "That looks so real. That grass looks real." Yeah. Like I don't know why I thought the grass wouldn't be real as opposed to the spaceship. But going like, <laughs> "Look, the grass is moving." It's amazing. <laughs> We've never had grass like that in Star How Wars before. It? We probably yeah. hadn't actually. Oh no, Endor. Endor, you got a bit of grass. Yeah, Endor. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I for me, Joe Black. We, we you know we went. We saw it. We left. And I think it was going to be up on StarWars.com immediately afterwards or something like that. Or maybe like that weekend. Or there, were, there was like a premiere day for the trailer online. Yep. I remember having... Because internet was oh, even 56K back then. Um, for, for, for a file... And I think I still have the file. This like maybe like two megabytes. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe two megabytes or something like that. Took me... All night, <laughs> downloaded, and I was just like every time, it, 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 every yeah. every little frame it hit, I was like, yes, oh, you know, just, <laughs> just oh, so you getting every, every frame, frame as it was going this in. This is amazing. Yeah. Oh my god, kids don't know. Kids yeah. these days, they just don't know how good they've got. I have no idea. They they don't. You'll never get that back. <laughs> like it, it, it cut. Nope. It was the perfect. It was the perfect time for a new Star Wars to come because it was that mm. sort of dawn of new technology, but it was still quite rudimentary enough where there was enough mystery still that you just couldn't quite yeah. get everything. And there were, and I, I'm not a spoilers guy, so I still avoided spoilers. Um, you know, I didn't go and seek them out or anything like that, but there was still enough buzz right. and things and, you know, like trailers and anything that was, you know, promotional stuff, you could see all that kind of stuff as well. But it was that sort of, and it just looked so... I just remember it looking so new and like the yeah, same, but it was, it different. Was very, it was very bright. It was very clean. shiny, you know, of course, with ships and yeah, very clean. Um, and we're like, wait, why does everything look so more advanced now than it did then? <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, common sense kicked in. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, because it was made back in the 70s and early 80s. But, yeah. you know. How many times did you go? Did you see Phantom Menace? Do you remember? 19 times. Oh, <sighs> 
I think I did nine or ten, and I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I I I, I had a, a sickness. <laughs> if, you, if, if if I if I were to quote, quote Christopher Walken, I had a fever. <laughs> you had a fever. My only for prescription some was more fan fan of menace. You know, I had to. <laughs> does that does that work? Like you know, the first first night. I assume you probably went midnight. So yeah, was that just gathering your hardcore friends? You know, the ones who are going to do the midnight, doing that, who or would did you do? see it with? Oh, I saw it with um, tradition. Saw it with my brother. Yeah. My oh, brother. nice. We uh, we we went to go see it, and um, I think I, I remember I, I sat out for tickets a week or two beforehand. Like it was my job. Like I was there for like eight hours in line. You know, this is like the first, like this, this was pretty much like for me, the first Star Wars celebration I ever went to, because there's nothing but hardcore Star Wars fans in this line. Yeah. We're all excited for it. We're all talking. We're playing Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. We're having all kinds of <laughs> little trivia games and this and that and whatnot. And my brother would come around and bring me lunch and leave, you know, <laughs> like it was great. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was a good time. So was it then it was just a matter of the next 18 times either yourself or bringing in other people who are like, well, I don't need to be there at midnight. I'll I'm go. A, or, yeah, you know. It was easy by myself or like other, other like, you know, like friends from my childhood and we we go see it because this was like, yep. <clears throat> you know, our thing when we were kids going to watch Return of the Jedi in the theater. Being able, first time being able to go to the theater by ourselves at eight yep. years old, yep. you know, going to see the movie. But, going, oh, um, i got a few spare hours. I can duck down and watch Phantom Menace. Yeah. And- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember my job was next door to a movie theater. Well, not next door, but like, like on the same, same uh, stretch of road, like maybe like five minutes away. And I'm driving. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't need to be home right now. I could <laughs> go and watch a little Phantom Menace real quick. Pull in. Yeah. yeah, I think I saw, and I think, well, I think the only thing that stopped me from seeing it, well, maybe they've done its run by then. I remember it being in the cinema for a long time, and I did the midnight mm-hmm. thing as well, and I took a bunch of friends, and I don't. Think it was as it was as hard to get tickets. We went to sort of an out, an outer suburban shopping center. You know, it wasn't like the big one in town or anything. So it was easy enough to get midnight tickets. We had to get. I got there early, obviously, and just stood, and everybody sort of just came, you know, in line until we got our seats and stuff. Um, but I remember towards the end of watching of what, the eighth or ninth one, I had a friend who'd gone overseas, and I think it must have been like Bali or. Indonesia or Bangkok or somewhere where they have all the knockoff or the bootlegs and things, and he'd got a bootleg. Uh-huh. He got a bootleg copy of of Phantom Menace on two discs. On, um, on two, it must have been CD video as well. I reckon so. It was very low, very low shoddy, shoddy quality. But I could watch it <laughs> on my on my you know on my computer that's as lo- wide as it is long. But I didn't. Yeah. But it wasn't set up like I, in my bedroom. I remember I had. Like my bed in one corner, and it's not like now where people have TVs on the wall or whatever, or you can help your laptop or your yeah. iPad. Like my computer was over in the other corner, so I was like sort of sitting on mm-hmm. the bed, looking over in the corner, of the, the, <laughs> the monitor where the bed. And it wasn't particularly a great viewing experience, you know. It's not like it's particularly but comfortable. Still, you had it. Yeah. Still had it. Yeah. That that's that is pretty much to a degree my my uh, Attack of the Clones story. Hit me. I saw it a week early. Oh, really? Yeah, um, and <laughs> so um, my friends and I uh, were driving through Philly, 
And my one friend is like bootleg king. Like he just loved like, you know, grabbing bootlegs and all that kind of stuff. So we stop at the spot where, where you know, he knows where the, you know, the, the guy who sells bootleg tapes are. Mm-hmm. We go and we park. <clears throat> he, they get, I'm like, I, I don't need anything, man. I'm good. Just go, go and have, have some fun. I'll be here in the car. I sat in the car and I just waited for them to get out. Yeah. So I'm just sitting in the car waiting. And then my friend comes walking back towards me. He's got this, 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 like this insane look on his like face. He's seen something. I'm like, yeah. And he's, and I'm like, what's your problem? And he's like, they've got episodes. Uh, they've got episode two. I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> like, hey, what? hey, hey, I know what? Star Wars. That ain't it. I think yeah. I know when Star Wars comes out. Thank you very much. <laughs> like, that doesn't come out until next week. What are you talking about? He's like, I've got episode two. I'm like, okay, okay. Why don't you get it? We'll, we'll, we'll check it out. Like, I'm, I'm not believing a word of it. Yeah. Uh, he comes back and he shows me the case. The guy, you know, it's just, so this as best be it can be done, boom, yeah. the case. You know, I'm like, uh huh, we'll see about this. Uh, went back to went back to his place. We popping in. Lo and behold, it's episode two. It, 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 and, and I was like, okay, all right. And I, we watched the opening crawl. I was like, we're just going to watch the opening crawl. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And put the tape away. And that's it. Next thing you know, the Clone Wars have started. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, can't, I, 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 I cannot make, take a stand here. I cannot watch this in this condition. I, Mr. I Lucas would not appreciate me doing this. I've got to see it in the would, cinema. Let's just yeah. wait one more minute, see what happens. With, like, Something's going to yeah. happen. This ship's landing. Like, oh, it's, it's blown up. We better see what happens here. All right. Oh, <laughs> we gotta have no... oh they're married now. Oh, man. Oh. oh. Mm. oh. I felt terrible after watching it. Man. I felt terrible watching it nonstop that entire week before I went to the theater <laughs> to go see it. I felt terrible. What um, was the quality like? Like, was it... I mean, I, how does that... It was... It was it was bad, but good enough. So, <laughs> if that makes any sense, <laughs> did it give you any indication of where it had come from? Did it have like a running ticker on it? Did it have property of Lucasfilm? No. Or? Uh, oh, did it? Did it? Did it? No, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember um, if it had the uh, if if it had the uh, the tickers on it or not. I don't remember. I got a. Um, I got a. But I know that I, <laughs> I you, went to the theater to watch this thing, and I knew what was happening. So I was just sitting in my chair. I was like, mm-hmm. "It's just like, man, when you see what he does, these sandpaper, man, it's going to be crazy." <laughs> like what? Like no, nothing, nothing. No, nothing. I've never seen this before. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, but I, 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 you know, of course, I was going to go and see, it, and I saw it. Like I think, how many more times did I see Attack of the Clones in a the theater? Less than Phantom Menace, but like not by much. If that makes sense. But more than you like- might have because the guilt's just ate at you. <laughs> I gotta watch this four or five more times just to, just to wash the wash the guilt, just to atone for my sins. <laughs> so I think uh, eight to ten times I think I saw it in the theater. Yep. Uh, uh, attacking the clones, but um, I watching it that that first time, um, I was just like, okay, let me see if there's any difference what I've seen, so I know maybe that was a different cut, <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Uh, but I was like, "Oh no, it's just, it's the same thing." Wow, how a did week you before, get this? How does this? How did that happen? Yeah, a week I, before, I, I unless they've know. got they get the prints at the cinema a week early and they're just, you know what I mean? Somebody, like, yes, someone's they'd somebody, run somebody it to test. Great yeah, I remember I got I was living in London when Revenge of the Sith came out, and mm-hmm. for whatever reason, which was I still regret to this day, like the world premiere was at Leicester Square, like. Not that far, in the center of London, which I was only, you know, a good 20 minutes on the tube away, probably less. 
And for whatever reason, I just didn't go. Like, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Mm. That, you know, I, just, I don't know. In my head, it seems so ridiculous that I wouldn't have gotten down there and seen the stars of, you know, episode three. But whatever. You know, I went and saw it midnight in London and I only moved there a few months before. So I didn't know a lot of people. Like, I had made a couple of friends, but not like, hey, come see Star Wars at midnight with me, friends, you know. Mm. I'll come and watch it with you the next day, friends, but not like midnight. Yeah. But I remember I got a bootleg of it probably the day after it came out or maybe two days after it came out. And it wasn't, mm. like, handy cam in the cinema. It was. It almost looked like a digital rip. A work print? Yeah. Like, yeah. A, like a, yeah. Like, it was a... It wasn't, you know, like, the camera moving. It was clearly not a... It was... You know, it, I don't know where that, but it was in. Um, I remember the other thing was it was in um, four nine. No, was it? What's the square aspect ratio? It was no widescreen. It was just like the, you know, four three four three, which was the style of the time because it was still yeah. two thousand and five. You know, um, yeah. and I remember then going like, where did I, I wonder where that came from? That's so weird. Yeah. So I still saw, I still saw that at the cinema a few times, but yeah, not. And by then I'd had like you know a better viewing experience, two thousand five to ninety nine or whatever it was. You know we'd moved on a little mm. bit from then. Yes. Yeah. So if you get if yeah. you if you are you're walking down the streets of Philly, and for some reason, I don't know why this would even happen today, but there's a guy who approaches you and is like, "Hey man, you want to see that Mando and Grogu movie a little early?" I got I got the, I got that Mando Grogu good stuff, mate. You want to you want to watch it a month or two before release? <laughs> do you reckon you, would you do uh, it out of curiosity, or would you would you feel like that you you you're still feeling the guilt? I would. Um... No, no. I'm just picturing a guy like selling watches. You know, like he's put, he's got like the jacket. He's, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I, I, I I'd probably. Like, let me check online first before I go to some dude. Yeah, you know, anymore with that kind of thing. But uh, well, that would be the weird I, thing I going. Like, how is this not on a is. torrent site rather than just some guy on a street? Right, corner? some dude. Yeah, yeah. Check the torrent sites first. But, it, but you know, I, I don't. I don't. Uh, <clears throat> that um piracy. But that big. I mean, the big. The big leak was always that Wolverine movie. That you know, the work print of the Wolverine movie was it the X Men Origins Wolverine that leaked like the work print of that leaked oh, years ago. Was it? Was it that or was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I watched that. I, saw that. I mean, it's not much worse than the movie itself. And you know, I'm saying that mm, even though it's Australia's I think own it's Hugh Jackman, but yeah, <laughs> just from a curiosity <laughs> yeah. point of view, the movie was not his fault. That no. movie was not his fault. No, no, at all. But, uh, but yeah. You can certainly see in this day and age why they lock everything down. There's a really fascinating yeah. thing on um, one of the Lord of the Rings, I think the Two Towers on the on one of the, I don't know how familiar you are with those DVDs. And they had like the box set and they had all the extras and blah blah blah. They had this thing about the like they were making the Two Towers and they were using they were doing the post production stuff and they were using I- Apple iPods at the time as like basically portable hard drive to like transport the movie around because it was quicker than mm-hmm. trying to you know, use a network. And one of the people had the whole movie on their iPod and then they were they nearly got mugged in London and they were just going like Ooh. imagine if the all the two towers the two towers printed gotten out, you know, two months, three yeah. months before and someone's just got an iPod oh, looking for so bad. Yeah, just looking thinking expecting <laughs> to find some Queen albums on there or something and then found the two towers <laughs> in the yeah. in the thing. Um <clears throat> She's nearly out of time here. Time flies when you're having fun. Um, yeah, man. Acolyte, Skeleton Crew, 
Bad Batch season three. Bad mm-hmm. Batch season three is the thing, isn't it? Like they they are going to do it. I've heard nothing. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, there, there, there's been a trailer for it, and and there are things that need to be answered, and I and and I don't know if some people not, not I don't know about that story is so important. Oh, it's fantastic. That story, that Bad Batch story, is so important. Not just that crew. Because I've got ideas of what's happening to that crew, but um, just seeing what happens to the clones, yeah, all this is really helping to shape the galaxy that we see when it comes to Andor and any on Solo and and, <clears throat> and A New Hope and all that stuff. So yeah, <clears throat> I am I am so excited to see what happens next. Um, it's, as was- far as the group them. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh no, I was just gonna say it was the, it's the perfect. I mean, I know when it came out at the time, people were like Bad Batch. Like, do, do we really care about this? But it's like, no, it's the perfect story to follow the Clone yeah. Wars because it's just what, what happens to a, a people when they're no longer when they're surplus to requirements or they can't be. You know, yeah. they're not gonna. They were, they were created to do a certain thing to have and to believe a certain thing, and now the that mm-hmm. thing has changed, and it's just like. What happens to them? Yeah. Do they, get, you know, do they all just get sent off to the puppy farm? You know, the farm in the, right. in, the in the country and stuff. And right. yeah, I, like I remember, I think there was something in Star Wars uh, Insider back in the day about you know, you know, people had questions like, what happens to the clones after, after mm. you know, the Empire's taken over? They're like, well, they, you know, they stick around and become some of them train, mm-hmm. yeah, or they become stormtroopers or they train other people to be, you know, as far as being stormtroopers go. Yeah. Um, and the summer sent off, and and they're sent on a retirement, a vacation, or something like that. I'm like, oh, all right, yeah. Um, but yeah, what's happening right now is is much more. It, it hits a lot harder, and it really cements the, the 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 uh, uh, just how terrible the empire is. Yeah, with 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 what they're doing to them, like in this second season for Bad Batch alone, like that one episode um, <clears throat> on the one uh, snow terrain planet. And there was this, um, it, it was a uh, crosshair episode. Mm-hmm. And um, there was this one Imperial officer who, and, th- and, and this, and this what he says hits home for me on an ancestral level. But uh, when he said, uh, I hate um, something about used equipment, calling clones equipment, yeah, calling yeah, them yeah. used equipment and whatnot. And like that, that, that hit home for me. Uh, on on a particular level because of my ancestry, you know, yeah. being descendant of slaves, and 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 it's like, oh, just 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 the care that they've taken as far as storytelling to to put something like that in, and to really make the clones sympathetic, and you know, because I know a lot of people hated them after Order sixty six, yeah, you know, because they just turned, but there's there's so much more to it. That that whole thing is so much deeper than than. Um, than we were led to believe at one point. And I, I just I just love the storytelling that they're doing there. And and for what's happening for me, and this is the thing I've been saying for a while as far as the, the Bad Batch team goes. I don't know. Do you read Star Wars comics? Most of them. I da- yeah, I try to. The main line I try to stick to as much as I can. So you've heard of Scar Squadron? Yes. Big. You reckon that's them? Yeah. Or that that's them? Or that is... Or whatever that one doctor, I keep forgetting his name, the creepy, the creepy uh, doctor, the cloning doctor. He is like taking, you know, their 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 DNA, that sort of thing, and and making his own bad batch a more compliant bad batch, and that's Scar Squadron. Yep. 
<clears throat> yeah, I, I, because if you look at the, the the dynamics of each of the you know the characters, you put them together. There's the big tank, you yeah. know what I mean. There's there's the brainy one. There's the there's the tracker. There's the uh, the the, uh, the sharpshooter. All that stuff. It's all there. Mm. It's all there. Yeah, yeah. I never thought of that. And it's just like throwing Omega <laughs> in as well, which I think is really fascinating character as well. Like that's the big mystery for me. Like, yeah. what's going to happen with her? Yeah, you know. And I kind of. Uh, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't know what's satisfying, and maybe it doesn't need to be satisfying. Maybe it's just like, oh, you know, like if she uses, the, she can use the force, great. If she can't, whatever. If she joins the rebellion, great. If she goes up, has a life, she's like, you know what, I'm sick. Like I'm just, you know, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah, it, it's. You could continue with her, but I, yeah, I just, it's going to be a gut punch this last series. I think. I think there's going to be, you know, it's. Um, if they do a second series for uh, Book of Boba Fett, after uh, you know, and and if her <clears throat> if her story is left in limbo after this third season, mm-hmm. I would hope that she shows up, yeah, at some point and meets her genetic brother. I hope that that happens. I hope that happens. Yeah, bring it on. Give us more. Yeah, bring it. Just just pile it on. Just just just, just give me. Just just, just do throw it. it in my face. Give me all the stars. <laughs> give, give me. Gimme, gimme, gimme. That's that's my that's all I asked for. Yeah. We don't ask for much. We we, we 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 had so little and now we have so much as ridiculous, really, yeah. when you think about it. Yeah. Eight year old me would not he, he he wouldn't know what to do with himself with all this Star Wars. Well they happening. just can't like it's you know, like I've got um was it Christmas this year and my cousin's son mm-hmm. uh, my cousin goes, Oh, you should talk to you know, you should talk to, to talk to him. He loves Star Wars. You know, like you know, he he'd be good to have on your podcast. I'm like, yeah, I'll have a kid on the podcast. I don't care. We'll talk about Star Wars. You know, and I just had a chit chat to him. But he's there's too much. You know, he doesn't watch everything. He doesn't even seen all the original films and stuff. Like he's just like, you know, I like mm. Mandalorian and I like this. It's just too much stuff. That, that's that's a fantastic perspective. I you know I love it when there's people who. Or Star Wars fans, but either they haven't seen or like you know Han, Luke, and Leia, or even or even yeah. you know uh, Obi Obi Anakin and Padme are not like you know their their base. Yeah, you know they're the most interesting like people to talk I love to. That. They're the, and they're the most you know I've had people on yeah. here on the show before of people going oh well, I saw the originals back in the day and I had a friend going like go home watch Force Awakens come on and come and tell me what you think about it. You know, and they don't, they don't live in this world. They've got no idea of what's going. She's just like, oh, it was great. I can't believe this happened and this happened. And like, they're yeah. the more interesting people to talk to because one, they they're just going off yeah. scant memories of things, and they also they're not laboring thinking of trying to second guess it or try to outsmart it mm-hmm. or or do any of that. And then we're, you know, we're we're sort of almost cursed by that because we're always thinking, well, obviously, what's well, got to be this or this. Or this because of you know logic and canon and whatever else. Yeah, and yeah. that's probably a good fifty to sixty percent, maybe more of like Star Wars audience just dip in. Yeah, just the part timers. Yeah. they're the ones that pay the bills. <clears throat> it ain't us, yeah. apart from all those black series that we've got <laughs> on our walls and stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, they've they've gotten yeah they 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 are. Um, Lucasfilm is making a lot of money off of me for sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> a good amount. Like I should be on the board of directors or something at this point. You should just roll up and be like, hey, <laughs> I saw Phantom Menace 19 times. And like, well, the CV, yeah. Chris, we've got to say, yeah. the CV is really impressive, man. You've, you're a great content creator. You're passionate. You do a great Lando. You've got all this stuff. You've been going for years. But <laughs> did, did you did you see Attack of the Clones two weeks before it came out? Is that, that, is that, is that oh, true? Yeah, that uh, might be <laughs> like... I'm sorry. But you need I, uh, you need to get out. <laughs> like, damn it! I missed. It. I was so close. <laughs> that's Almost. what all those um, that's what all those angry YouTubers need to do. They need to find out that Kathy Kennedy watched a bootleg of Attack of the Clones two weeks early. That that will be the only grounds to get her fired. It's like, well, we can't ground. Yeah. We can't find anything else. But yeah, not that they'll make something up. You know they'll how make they something are. up. Um, mate, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Um, yeah, thanks for having me, dude. It's been a pleasure. You can come back anytime. I'll pass on your best to the to Blue Panther Milk Boys when I see them next. But tell, please do tell people who don't know you and your stuff what you do and where they can where they can find it. Well, um, you can find me on the Broaxium uh, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. I uh, do uh, comic books. Me and my team do uh, uh, Star Wars comics previews every week. Every week that a Star Wars comic comes out, we're previewing those books. Uh, we have a free-flowing Star Wars Plus uh, a, a live show on Sunday nights called Shooting the Poodoo. Um, we have a Star Wars Easy, as I call it, Star Wars Easy Listening Podcast <laughs> that comes out uh, mostly bi-weekly, and that's uh, from the Star Bros Podcast, Ben and Jan, and they, they those are great guys. Um, we have a couple new shows coming out this year. One is called Brolacron, which is our um, our uh, uh, Star Wars lore podcast. Is myself, Tommy Puig, uh, Darth Chaco, uh, Rick Villanueva from uh, from Jam Transmissions. Love Rick. Shout out uh, Rick. Element Seven. <clears throat> so we're uh, yeah we're about to start doing that. Um, and we have a uh, Nice Guys podcast, which is a, uh, it's me and my buddy Mick. Uh, we used to work at a video store together. So it's us talking about all the movies that we loved watching at the video store when we should have been working. Oh, nice. So, uh, so yeah, we do that. So does that. And uh, you can find us at, uh, at Broaxium, B-O-R-A-X-I-U-M. You can find me at C Ryan's uh, 75, C-R-Y-O-N-S, number 75. You can find me on uh Instagram and and Twitter under that handle. Yep, just got your own little empire going on here, mate. It's very impressive. Trying <laughs> every day, trying, working at it, working like a guy selling <laughs> Attack of the Clones bootlegs on a corner. <laughs> hey, that thing sold itself. He didn't Damn, have to work I, on that. Yeah, one. no shit. Yeah, I'll bet. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, got the podcast. Going to still do the year in review one. Hopefully next with Matt and Catherine when they come back. Uh, working out some other guests but hey look you know we'll get chris back anytime he wants to come back but uh thank you so much mate see you soon thank you all right guys